Before we get started today, I want to tell you about Green Mountain Dental Group. Guys, this is the best damn family-owned Colorado local dentist office in all of the state. You know how big I am on buying local, supporting local. This is especially true of dentists. You know, you've got those big corporations out there. They shuffle through dentists. You have one guy the net first time. You got a, a new gal the second time. It's always different. You don't have any familiarity. You don't even know. Do they have your best interest at heart? Green Mountain Dental, you don't have to worry about that. Family-owned. Uh, you're going to get to know them. They're going to get to know you. They're going to give you the best treatment. And right now, their special deal. You know this. We've been telling you about it for years. Schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. You receive a free Sonicare toothbrush. And tweet at us when you go there. There's nothing better than when I find out that I have personally pointed someone to buy local, to go to somebody in the DNVR family and DNVR community, and then has a great experience. And we love hearing that type of feedback. So if you go, show us your Sonicare toothbrush. Let us know what you have, uh, what you found out. Only 15 minutes from downtown Denver, so very centrally located. Uh, and they're just absolutely great. Remember, get a cleaning x-ray exam at, at Green Mountain Dental Group, and you receive a free Sonicare toothbrush. What is up, everybody? Lasers. Thought we were gonna have Monday energy. No, we have Winners Lounge energy. Is it uh, Monday? It is Monday. Uh, it is Monday. It is Monday. It is Monday. It is Monday. And we have Winners Lounge. Winners Lounge energy. We got Nikola Jokic energy, guys. Actually. I had a joke. I had a joke. I, I, joke I tried to tell you. This is the season. This is the season. So welcome in, everybody. I'm Adam Mattis. I'm joined by all my esteemed colleagues. Brendan Boat's back. We got him back. That was fun. That was it fun. It should look like that more often, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I don't know if every team has seven players, all of whom hate each other. But uh, nine, nine players. Uh, we've also got D-Lanco. You know him as Wheat. What? <laughs> Let's go. You can't throw a new nickname in the mix. I thing. just brought it in, baby. I just brought it in. Let's speak. Uh, Nicole Jokic is a good basketball player. I'm, I'm ready to say it, guys. I'm ready to say it. The, put the stamp of approval on it. And then, of course, our final member, Duvalier or Duvalier or Dev, Superstar Dev. Superstar Dev. I finally get to be in a winner's <laughs> This is what I've been waiting for. I am it's excited more to fun be this here. Way. <laughs> like, you guys are smiling. I can look around the room. Yeah. Other times, I try to put my head down. A little awkward in here. I say whatever <laughs> I say and then just let it go. No, we I had a lot say. of these over the last, you know, year. So then you showed up and there weren't any. I don't, you know. But guess what? They're here now. They're here We're now. talking about the past. Let's, yeah. let's talk about the Why now. Why are we talking about old stuff, man? <laughs> Why are we bringing up old stuff? So this was a fun game, man, in large part because Nikola Jokic, the god of basketball himself, gave us this gift of 18 points. 19, let me see, 19 points, 18 assists. 10 rebounds. Ten re- his rebound, who would have guessed his rebounding would have been his weak point uh, on the season this year? It's embarrassing. It no, is embarrassing. It's amazing. <laughs> it is amazing, man. I mean, we just talked about it in the, in the preseason. We're watching him. And we see that body. I mean, my God, that body, that skinny body. <laughs> we see when we just see how good he looked physically. And it was like, OK, encouraging sign. Then you get into the preseason. It's like this guy's kind of doing whatever he wants right now. I think it's going to be a big year. And now we're three years into it or three games into it. And, you know, that they're 0 and 2 to start going into tonight. And that's hiding the fact that Jokic was averaging a triple double coming into it on like 70 percent true shooting. But tonight you get a win. And so we get to kind of let that burden off of our backs and talk about Nikola Jokic free to me. He is meaningful through it's only three games, meaningfully more impressive than any stretch. He started a season on. I just think that it's so clear. He is at a whole different level from what we're even used to. And I don't think you expect that going into year five. Is that a hot take dev? No, I don't think that it's a Six. hot take. Everything about it just seems so much. He just seems smooth. He's at a level like some of the, you know when when there's a great a great player they just kind of get it he gets it it yeah, seems geez. like everything is just coming to him so easily and it's it's as if he's not even trying he sees the game before it happened and he already always had that but now it just seems so much more evident that it's just like you know what you're going to get from Jokic every time out he's averaging a triple double and not only uh, is he averaging a triple double tonight he made it so easy for him to go into the new year averaging a triple-double. Do you have his averages? You could throw them up there, Kale. I just gave you a tweet from Jackson Frank um, that's on a different one. I yeah, mean, that's a good one, too. We'll go to in a minute. But We talked about all the ways Jokic might get better, right? Like, 
losing weight, stepping up as a leader. Yeah. Did any of us even think it was possible for like the game to just look slower for him? <laughs> to, for him to look even better as a playmaker? Because he does right now. But I mean, all this stuff is connected and it's funny because you, and there, there's the numbers we see right there. He's at, this is his average 24 points. He's averaging 14 assists <laughs> and 12 rebounds right now. Like, and then look at that true shooting. 60, is that 69%? Like his career best, nice. I think it's 64, 65. And I mean, and yeah, very nice. nice. That is nice. And his man. teammates have shot the ball poorly through three games i mean he could yeah, really yeah there's that, a lot that of, last game in particular there was a lot of assists on the table for him he's earning this um so he just i mean it, you mentioned earlier about how how I, I don't even remember the phrasing you said but something like he's seeing the game or this or that and you know lebron what was so impressive about him and continues to be through it, although maybe less so athletically was that he was the smartest player and the most athletic and you saw what that gets you but Jokic dominates games Maybe not because consistently or to the level of LeBron, whatever. I'm not trying to say that, but I'm saying he's the least athletic guy in the NBA. Yeah. And, he but might that's be the least athletic guy in this room. But that's how <laughs> much more he just sees the game and is able to like dominate it. Yeah. I'm, I'm sneaky athletic. Just you know, I, <laughs> I went to state in tennis. Whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> whatever state in tennis. Wow. So to your point, I'm I'm 99 sure on this. Got to double check wow. it. Jokic didn't take a a, a shot. In right. The second right. Half. Yep. Yep. And he dominated the second half. Eight assists in the third quarter. He was the best player on the floor without shooting it. And that's the kind of thing that only a player of Jokic's ilk cut from that cloth. Which, how many, by the way, are there say, of like, those players? Who, who among like who, five who included in that ilk? Yeah, yeah. it's like Larry Bird, <laughs> LeBron, literally so, no one else. So we've talked about this before. So for the people, the OGs that have been with us for years, Let's this is. Go. I'm going to repeat a point here, but you know, Arturis Karnasovas played with uh, Arvidas Sabonis back in the day, Lithuanian dream team back in '92. Uh, Lithuanian legend played on with, with him for all those years, then played through Europe. Yeah, we've asked him about this, about like, hey, Jokic versus Sabonis. Like, you know, what do you think? And to him, it was not a question. He's like, look, Sabonis was an incredible passer, but all of his passes were from the elbow or the post, standing still, throwing darts over the head. Like, really, Sabonis, obviously, fantastic player. L you know, like one of my favorites of the guys that pre predates me, right? But what Jokic does isn't great passes. What Jokic does is great, like, playmaking just straight race it's all of it because some of it they you know you remember the play but it was my favorite pass of the game where he's on the block he sees michael porter and rather than like just go for a shot or, or turn around and pass or whatever he spins the opposite direction knowing he's grab, grabbing the guy and then throws it and it's just like it's not just that he's passing it with accuracy it's that he's actively moving the pieces around the court to do what he wants to then, to then maestro, make yeah. the great pass of it and it's it's, it's art the, the best part about it is a lot of times when you see a Jokic pass, you're just like, how did he see how did he see his guy? He didn't even look at his guy. And a lot of times he's not reading if his guy is there. He reads the defense. So on that play, he does his whole spin. He looks that to see if his guy is gonna move. As soon as right. his guy starts moving, he knows his guy's in the corner. So it yeah. makes it that much that much easier for him. So I think that that one makes it so wild for Jokic. And then also what you said with LeBron being the smartest player and also the most athletic, the thing that makes it best about Jokic is he doesn't have to be athletic. So that means right. that maybe there's longevity with there. You don't have to be the most athletic. Yep. If you age like wine, baby. if you lose your legs or if, if there's anything that does happen, you still got the mental aspect of the game that never lost. It makes it that much better. Plus you're seven foot. It's, I, I, this is semantics. Because I say it too that he's not athletic, but he does have an important types of athleticism. He's a really quick jumper. I know his, people are going to laugh at this. He gets off of his feet quickly, and that's why he has so many good taps. His second he's got jump, incredible hands. Like he yep. just, dude. That's, I know that might not technically might yeah coordination hand eye coordination. I don't yeah. know if that falls into the athletic umbrella, sure. but it is a special skill of him. Uh, and then he's just strong as an ox. Like he, I know he's skinny as can be right now, but you see a guy like Christian Wood tonight, who's an undersized center. I mean, he's more of a mobile outside center, but like, uh, dude can't do physically anything against him when he's putting his body. I was just like, it's, it's and, like a child. And I thought tonight too, the playmaking was to the point where he was straight up telling guys where to be and where to go. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. now it's vocal. Now it's like, no, you actually just go there. Well, that's, that's a good point. That's different because that was one of the things he talked about, right? I yes. Mean, so you're saying you're seeing it through. That. I felt like I saw it on the court a couple times tonight of him straight up telling dudes when to cut and where to go. Hey, yeah. He's just, I mean, it does to me the playmaking right now. There's two, maybe three guys on the planet that are on his level. No, it's crazy because this is like, this is like everything that we would just pine for in seasons past, where it's like the be the beginning of the season, and we're like, why isn't Jokic? Why doesn't he look like Jokic? And like now he doesn't look like just like Jokic. He looks like the best version of Jokic. Right. And it's the third game of the season. Like, what are we in store for? I mean, we were calling for this all off season, but like, 
I mean, I don't know if I like fully believed it. Like, I, I don't know what is uh, stopping Jokic from absolutely winning uh, MVP this year. So only 19 points tonight, and I say only because he goes eight of 11, and to Vote's point, didn't take a shot in the second <laughs> half. So like, it's easy to not score. In a lot of ways, you could say that 19 points early on, and then the yes. rest of it was just him kind of having fun slash kind of. I don't. It, I'll ask you this first, Dev. But do you think there's a method to his madness? Meaning. He knows if this game got close, he needs to score again. But when it wasn't, maybe he's more about trying. To, he's been talking so much about how the team needs to learn how to play a certain way. And maybe that this is his way of showing that. Like, hey, I'm out here trying to pass, not score. I think it's a game within a game. Because if, right. you, if you look at the first the first quarter, really, he the first half he, he dominated. He's like, I'm just going to establish myself in the, in the post. We're going against the Rockets. This is not a big team. Let me show you guys what I could do against the Rockets for the first half. Yeah. He goes and shoots every single shot, very efficient. Right. He's scoring like with ease. Then he's just like, okay, that was a little bit too easy. Let me start passing the ball now. Then he starts getting everyone involved. And this this is a game that the Nuggets really needed other people to get their their morale up and their confidence up. I think that Jokic took that into like consideration. He's like, okay, I could just dominate every game. I've been doing that. Let me get other people involved. So now we have Gary Harris breaking out. Now we have Paul Millsap getting his shots up, even though he's been a great shooter this year. But now you start to see everybody else getting to a rhythm. It makes it a lot easier for Jokic because he's like, okay, now everybody else is in a rhythm. Now we're, our, our offense is going to start taking off. So I think that it's a game within a game. He yeah. is pretty adamant, though, when we ask him that it's rarely, if ever, a premeditated approach. Right. He sort of takes it how it comes to him. And I, I think I, you say only 19. It felt that way because just based off that Wood matchup, you're like, oh, he could go for 35 tonight right. if oh. he wants to. So easy. his scoring was actually impressive in the first half. That's yes. kind of what you're getting at. I 100%. think points are coming easy. We were laughing early on because he had like 12 points in the first six minutes or something. <laughs> we were kind of laughing because we're like, it was the homie Miroslav, right? He was he was the one that came with the stake. He's like, guys, Jokic can lead the team in points. Not because he wants to, but just because he's, he's always well, It was also like he was going through all this work to orchestrate the entire play, get someone yeah. a wide-open look at the basket. They were blowing it, and then yeah. he was just picking it up. And yeah. There's a lot of oops, up. like baskets. Like, yeah, oh, like, man, right. I'm right at the right spot again. I guess oh, I'll just right. do it all myself. Whatever, yeah. all right, fine. Jokic looks like a walrus on ice, but he finesses everyone. That's so true, so man. True, man. <laughs> he really does. He doesn't even ice. look like a walrus on ice anymore. Here's the thing about it. He does <laughs> kind of have a waddle to him, and he still has all those yoke features. But I'm telling you, the man is fit. I know this sounds weird to say. He's not fat anymore in any way. Not no. that he's not fat for himself. No, he's just not fat. He's just not, not fat. fat. Like You look at him next to Hartenstein, and you go like, yeah, those guys have the same body. Hartenstein more of a hunch, but you know, other than that, they have the same build. Like, All right, am I getting crazy too, or is he getting this close to blocking some of those lobs? He's getting closer. He's getting that, closer. That, <laughs> probably not. Let's okay, probably yeah, that's, that's probably the line. All right, All right. We're, we're all having oh, fun here. Come on. <laughs> That was a five. That was a five pepper take. I deserve this. Um, so he's absolutely incredible. I usually start the show, guys, and I guess we can segue. I'm work. I, I don't want to be done giving Yoke love. Do we have the king of the game or not yet? Is that what you're working on? That's what I'm feverishly speak? working on. Feverishly here. working on. Uh, uh, we, we won't tell you who it is. We, we won't, won't tell you who it is. It'll be a surprise. <laughs> you gotta hang on. That's why this... you guys should give us your thoughts on who could be the king, <laughs> of, the be the king of the game. Uh, well, I usually start the show by asking you guys what your number one takeaway is, and so I'll vote. The first one was Yoke. We got through that. Um, give me another takeaway from this game. Uh, hmm. Jamal Murray's shot was falling. Falling. The difficult shots were falling. Four of six from the three-point line. I don't think it's still like he couldn't get by anyone, and mm. the easy stuff didn't look easy. But those difficult shots, yeah. those were falling, and so he was getting into some sort of a Jamal rhythm, I thought. Yeah. Jamal commentary from you, Eric? I mean, what did you see from today? Because it was, it is an interesting one. Like, I thought he was extremely effective. Early on in the game, he had this enormous plus-minus. He goes out after he gets hurt, hit in the head. But he did... It's like, are you encouraged by the fact that he is making shots like Bubble Murray or discouraged by the fact that he seemed to be struggling directionally, like going forward? Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm absolutely encouraged because, Me too. Um, you know, I, I didn't feel like Bubble Murray was predicated on just him being quick. I felt like that was an added bonus that yeah. we were getting. And so he was like getting a lot more of, uh, you know, cutting to the rim and finishing around the rim, which we're not really seeing right now. Um, but the sh like. For Jamal Murray, it's it's all about the outside shot. Like once his outside shot starts to fall, like everything opens up. The Nuggets' offense is completely activated, um, and he looked like you know it, it's starting to round into form. Like I I had a feeling he was going to go off tonight, and he sort of did. 
Um, he kind of went off as much as you could, given that Jokic yeah. was doing what he did, and given that the Rockets. Let's be honest, this was not a very good team they rolled out there. No, 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 no. It, but it, no. I mean, I, I was, I was in fact very encouraged. I mean, this is the first game this season that I wasn't like uh, discouraged by Jamal Murray. Like this, this felt like okay, all right. Like this looks like a little bit like what we saw the last time we saw him at an elite level. So. Um, it just feels like, you know, things are starting to round into form. I mean, don't forget, like, we had three preseason games. Right, yeah, so like, short. We are, in essence, still in the preseason. And it, I'm sure in their mental state, all these players, like, trying to figure out exactly how to play together or at least to remember how to play together um, and just find that synergy. And so, you know, uh, just a player rolling outside of uh, Nikola Jokic is just, it just feels good to watch, so... Dev, so first six quarters of Jamal Murray's season, pretty horrible. Two field goals. The next six quarters, including today and the last two of the last game, it's look, starting to look like, okay, that shot's back. The, like, pep in his step is back, which I think is as important as all of this. Like, tonight, even though he wasn't getting past guys into the basket, he was shaking them and into that step back, which is kind of his patent and move. So should we, you know, is the rust off? I don't think that the rust is completely off just because we've seen some uncharacteristic things of Murray. Um, mm. He's missing free throws. We, yeah. we don't. Man, that's yeah, weird. Yeah, that's really weird. weird. That never happens. He doesn't miss free throws. Like, this is a guy that's, like, at the 90% for the free throw for his career type of player, and he, he missed two in a row at one point. So, I mean, that that's that's a bit shocking, but it also was great to see him not get down on himself. He still was like, okay, like, let me, let me bounce back. You can still see him starting to rise and become the player that he can be. Um, you also can see the the very tough shots that he's making, so that's really something to like yeah. be excited about that he's making these tough shots. Yeah. And and once he starts to feel, we don't know if it's healthy or 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 if his confidence just has to get there. But once the small things start to go, like this is a game that if he makes his free throws that he typically makes, he's at like what twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah, he points. was. T- yeah, he had twenty one tonight, which is pretty good, especially on fourteen shots. You know, not bad, but yeah, he could have had a lot. <laughs> he misses four free throws. Yeah, so we see oh. him getting back to that, and then if he does make all those game, uh, those free throws, he's at twenty seven points tonight. We don't say anything, right, right, at all. There's nothing that you really see. So he's starting to be like get back into a rhythm, and and this was a game that he he desperately needed. I would like to see him start getting by guys again, though. That was no arguably doubt. my favorite part of the bubble explosion. I mean, the shooting was ridiculous, yeah. but be- because we hadn't seen Murray do that with ease, and I thought the game was starting to look easy for him, getting to the rim, scoring around legit rim protectors, and right now it does look like he's working really hard to get around guys. So, again, still think by the playoffs, by the end of the year, he oh, can no doubt. play himself back into that shape and all that, but no don't think he's there yet. And you'd like to see him put on a little bit of the muscle. Yeah, I, yeah. I do feel like he was a little more jacked in the bubble. So, Seemed that way. You know, maybe well, it was summer soft. and everybody's lower tan. I feel yeah, that way with we, myself. We've all got a little... Uh, quarantine weight. That's true. We do have all, I'll have a little quarantine weight guys. If you're listening to the show for the first time up on YouTube or Periscope, hopefully you're on on YouTube. We always prefer people watch on YouTube. Go ahead and hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. And don't forget that this is also a podcast, the DNVR nuggets podcast. You don't want to miss it because not every episode is a a lounge, a live recorded lounge. There's other things that we have throughout the week. um, And so you don't want to miss those. Why don't we hit a break, Brendan, real quick on the other side though, we got a lot of players to go through. Gary Harris had I think Yo, a good night. We have every player to go through. Michael, every player plays. Michael tonight. Porter Jr. cost me ten dollars. I'm going to talk about that. <laughs> Jamal, I don't want to, Jamal Murray also. Cost Jamal Murray me. also twenty one and a half. He goes. Yo, for 20, he has twenty one with like one eighteen more minutes to go in the game. I, I got to say, like gambling has enhanced my life in so many ways. It also made me bitter in ways I don't want to talk about. It's very true. Very bitter. But, uh, <laughs> why don't you take us to a break before we piss and moan too much? Okay. Well, uh, let's talk about Breckenridge I'm gonna, Brewery. I'm going to get a... I was just going to say, I'm about to go get a Breckenridge Brewery. You should, here. because this it's the a, official beer the of DNVR. Oh, Man, super producer Kale, guys. I'm telling well, you. Well, I, I mean, I think he realizes it's not... It's poor form for you to just get up and leave the video. Remember, remember <laughs> supporting Casual our set. partners <laughs> is one of the best ways to support us during this crazy time. Uh, check out the RK special, the Hank special, the Dre special. That's right. We're fixing our own drinks at Breck Brew now. Basically, you just have to mix any two Breck brews together. But it's with the, delicious. With the H, I made my own concoction. It didn't make the read. Yeah, yours was pretty bad. Uh, we also want to push the Broncos Country beer, the Palisade Beach, uh, the Palisade Peach, excuse me. And hey, the farmhouse is open, socially distanced, beautifully set up for outside dining. Uh, uh, if you are comfortable at home, you can still orbside pickup from 12 to 8 p.m. You can also get beer delivery from the Drizzly app or just head to the nearest grocery store like King Supers or Costco. Call 303-803-1380 from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. to pick up. Use code DNVR to save 
$1,500. So let's talk about WGT Golf. It's not only the most popular golf game in the world, it's also the official gaming partner of DNVR. It's become so popular we opened a fourth DNVR Country Club. Each of these clubs holds 250 people, so you don't want to feel what, left what's out more anymore. What's frustrating in WGT? Is it more frustrating when you perfectly hit it? And then it's like way off and you're like, well, I just aimed horribly. Or is it worse when you like, you know, you miss completely on the, on your aiming? Uh, I, I hate just missing it, dude. It, uh, that's the, <laughs> if I shank it, I shank. But if I just miss it. Yo, the most frustrating thing is when you put it in the goddamn water. Or the, oh, yeah. And it's like whatever, 200 like, points. Yeah, and like, and well, then you're like, you're like, it's off by 50. Like, and then you have like a punitive plus 50 on these. Yeah. Uh, if you're not sure just what the hell we're talking about, uh, Google WGT Golf. It's a mobile golfing game. It's the most fun one out there. We have four country clubs. Each weekend, we set up tournaments in each one of those country clubs, uh, and we hand out some prizes and stuff as well. It's really cool. So w download WGC Golf. Scott, what did you t what did you tell your wife when uh, she asked who's who's that guy giggling? <laughs> I, I didn't know the answer. <laughs> the giggle, the giggler. That's it. Attack of the giggler. Good work, man. You got hey, Let's hit King, King of the, of the game, game, guys. I wonder Draft who it is. King's Drum King of the roll? game. It is Jokic. We had to give it to him. 19 points, 18 assists. I kind of looking at this 12 rebounds, huh? I thought he only had 10. That's that's impressive. Yeah. Um, wow. Oh, he got up. those uh, extra minutes in the fourth. A plus 20. Uh, plus 20. Plus yeah. 20. Um, well, wait till we get to Dozier. So yeah, but you know what's funny about this is I have a feeling Yoke really. I mean, he wasn't shooting and it was deliberate. I think he wanted more assists than points tonight. I think he really wanted it. And Mad in some ways, I feel like he failed. <laughs> it's true. It's he really let us down. Really, in that way, and no other way. Um, another. Let's go through some guys now tonight. We'll just run through the list, kind of top down here. Paul Millsap, nineteen points. I don't know if you knew this, guys. Yo, nineteen points, seven of eight shooting, including three of four. We have, we're having this running debate. Empty gym, best shooter on the team. I don't know. Probably Marcus Howard, and then if you get to the actual guys, Porter or, or Murray. If you talk about including shot selection and everything, I think Michael Porter is the single. Guy, when he's on the court and he has an open three, I'm like, yes, that one's in. My Porter or uh, Millsap? Millsap. What Millsap. did I say? You said Porter. Damn it. Millsap. Paul I, Millsap. Okay. My power rankings for confidence this goes in. You're an open three. Like Jokic a, floater, number one. Yeah, that's like oh, Paul Millsap open from the wing, honestly, might be number two yeah. on the entire team. Every time he shoots a three-pointer, we're like, I can't believe this is going to go in. It goes in every time. And like then we have to discuss. No, like, I'm, I'm over the hump. Well, but I, no. I'm over the hump now. I think they're all going in. 43% no, no, last year. I'm not year saying that. Uh, to me, I'm still in disbelief that I know it's going to go mm. in. Like, just the fact that we have, we've been forced to accept the fact that Paul Millsap is the greatest three-point shooter to ever play basketball. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. Like, he's, he's unstoppable, and they need to feed him. Paul Millsap really is the poster child of, like, your game evolves over time. You have to add new skills. And now he's just, like, this elite stretch four. <laughs> he's the greatest. It's actually really cool. He was a football player for most of his life, late to basketball. So he was adding all these things to his game late. Dude, he There's, might be a genius. And the shot came the a last. physical genius. The shot was the I'm last serious, thing he He might added. be a physical genius where it's like, after this, Real he's going to take up golf. Because he's a great golfer, too, right? Oh, he, Allegedly. He, he should get yeah. He's going to take up golf and become a professional at it. Just, just actually, like you did. Just like you did. It is underrated the extent to which he's extended his career. Reinvented himself. It really is. Multiple um, times. Tonight, 19 points, 7 for 8 from the field, 3 for 4 from 3, 3 rebounds. Dad, not washed. Not washed. Uh, what do you got a Millsap take for us? Ooh, Jarrett, Jarrett calling out Zach Lowe in the comments here. Millsap Ooh. is a bad shooter. Zach, Zach Lowe. Lowe called him a bad shooter? Zach Lowe has not watched a game or something. Yeah, there's no, way, there's no way you can like, take that take. He's, yeah. Because Paul Millsap has been shooting the hell out of the ball this year. Um, and he's also the one that gets it, it gets it all going. Like It's a few shots that go yeah. here and there. They're, they're missing. They're open shots. He like levels the offense. He makes he makes the three and it gets everybody going. He's been shooting lights out this year, <laughs> and and we actually seen it last year as well. So forty three percent. There's no way that that you watch Millsap now and think that he's not a good shooter. Zach, if you're listening, we're big fans. He is listening. Yeah, he's <laughs> watching. He just texted we're, me. We're two things. You're wrong and uh, sorry. Thanks for we watching. Yeah, yeah, thanks for watching. Drake, whatever you you just <laughs> haven't watched this year. <laughs> you son of a. Michael, I love you. Michael Porter Jr. tonight, guys, goes for 14 points, 9 rebounds, which is unfortunate because I had a lot of money riding on a double-double. Actually, I had a small bet that would have won a lot of money yeah, had, no. he, uh, had that, he hit it. That, that's um, the same thing. Yeah, it is the same thing. But he guys, incredible game. Malone was joking at it. After the game, he challenged him to get 10 rebounds, rebounds tonight. He got 9. Um, I do think for me a big here, – here's the, here's the situation with Michael Porter, okay, because he's the youngest and one of the most talented players on this, and I think a lot of people are watching – the Michael Porter situation in Denver and saying, well, 
they don't run enough plays for him. They don't do this. And I agree. Like, I do think there's things they can do to free him up. The number one thing, though, Michael Porter can do for himself is figure out where in the gaps he fits in. Because the best way for Michael Porter to become a superstar is to master being a role player and then get added on to all of that. And this is the hard part about Michael Porter. He's great at the parts that you usually work towards. Like, he's great at getting tough shots and making them. But he, he can become great at the cuts, the reading the court better, the offensive rebounding, all of that stuff. And then it's like, man, this guy's scoring 18 a game off of no plays. Like, let's start. Let's. I just I know that feels backwards when people look at the talent and say, yeah. oh, we have to get to here. But I feel like if we want how Michael Porter can get where he's going, it's games like tonight where he was the fifth leading scorer tonight. Doesn't stand out, but he did some of the other stuff. 14 and nine. It's like a really solid role player. Yeah, it's an incredible, incredible stat line. One of the, like Michael Porter Jr. Like one of the things I have to tip my hat to is because he he's a player that's been the offense every single time. You don't yeah. have to find your way yep. in the offense because you've always been the offense. You are the offense. They, yeah. they didn't run plays for Michael Porter Jr. He was the play. So now he comes into the league and he has to f like figure out so many things all at one time. He's trying to learn the plays, where to be on the offense next to another superstar that he's never been by. Like like he's never had a player like Jokic. Like he doesn't know what to do. Then he's trying to find defense, which he's never really had to play defense. He's always been taller than everyone else. He's he's trying to figure out everything on the fly against the best players in the league every single night. So I think that that's really difficult for him. And then he's still doing what he has to do. Like he comes and puts up 19 points and he's still trying to find himself yeah. in the offense. He still has so many things that he's working on himself. It's hilarious. Is he even like as a professional and uh, just be, has, he, has he compiled a full college season worth of games yet? No, no. Yeah, oh, I, I totally. No, yeah, he probably. Played, he played, yeah, he played a lot last year. Probably. But, uh, but you're right that it's still not very no, I mean, He's like, definitely a, your less point than a sophomore. Oh, I'm just yeah. like thinking back, like he, he, he can call back upon his two and a half games in college. Right, he yeah. Played, uh, and then, you know, the weird uh, first season where he was up and down. We didn't really know what was going on. It was very political. Uh, and now he's like, a part of the rotation, a starter, no less. And like starting to like really understand how to work with the most transcendent uh, basketball player of all time, Nikola Jokic and a very streaky one in, in Jamal Murray and like figure out exactly where his role is in that, in that whole triumvirate, which, you know, if that, great, if that, those three job. hit, like, I mean, that's, you know, it's winner's lounge from here on out, Dev. Winner's lounge is from here on out. Well, so here's an interesting <laughs> stat I want to draw your attention to. Jokic tonight, 34 minutes. Jamal Murray, 31 minutes because he would have played more, but he got his head hurt. He misses those three. Gary Harris, 29. Paul Millsap, 25. Michael Porter, just 24 minutes tonight. And some of those were in that fourth quarter when it was basically garbage time, so a little bit bump up. And if you go down the list here, Monte Morris, 24 minutes. Will Barton, 23 minutes. So I put this out the other day that I would not be surprised if Michael Porter was in the 24 to 28 zone for the next 10 to 15 games. Because he needs to learn some of this other stuff, and quite frankly, Denver needs to win while he's getting there. And to me, it's a healthy compromise. Like I, I actually think that that's what we're going to see over the next ten to fifteen, and I think it's the right decision. It's not that he's not playing; it's just that he might not be in there a lot. And single game plus minus, there's a lot of things that go into it. But if we look at this, Jokic plus twenty, Jamal Murray plus fifteen, Gary Harris plus thirteen, Michael Porter plus two. And then if you go down to the bench and we look at Will Barton plus 25 tonight. So in those minutes that he basically stole Michael Porter's spot, that's the game tonight. Now, again, like I said, there's a lot of other things in it. But to me, that's what I expect going forward. Is that going to piss you off, Eric? No, it's not going to piss me off. You just agree with Malone no matter what he does. No, I don't know. I, I, uh, <laughs> I, do, I, I certainly don't agree with Malone with, the, with whatever he does. But I also acknowledge the fact that I myself don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to how managing uh, elite athletes. And yeah. I, I have to tip my hat, or at least I have to at least point myself towards the success that Michael Malone has had managing these egos and um, just being able to navigate his way through an NBA season and being more successful each and every year. And then coming out on the other side, like smelling like roses, like, all NBA players love him. We talk about this all the time. Like, so, you know, I, in the moment, like, you know, just like everybody else, I get frustrated with certain alignments he has and, and decisions he makes, but I, I always feel like he's just working towards something larger, you know? But one of my points is also, <clears throat> you know, I don't, I'll bet you were surprised that he played fewer minutes than everybody else. Cause I don't think it felt like he was pulled at any moment. Right. But he just clearly comes out a little bit quicker than everyone else goes in a little bit slower than everyone else. Well, I mean, don't forget he had, Really quick foul. He had the foul trouble. Yeah, the he had the, he had the and foul it was, trouble. It was the but fouls on the, the shooting. Like yes. he kept running. Oh, in, he yeah, kept yeah. running into Harden. But like. this is what I was gonna say. The other thing is, I think you know it'll be twenty seven, twenty eight. 
with with the wrinkle that he can play himself into more, right? And That's I, what I'm saying. Right, right. To me, this is how you get him to and that. And it'll be within his control. And if Mike approaches the third quarter in the right way, then he'll stay out there. Right, but, right. you know, tonight, one of those calls was tough, but he immediately picks up those two shooting fouls on, on Harden. I think you could predict that foul trouble or not, Malone would yank him a little quickly. Yeah. Right. Um, moving on the list, Gary Harris tonight goes 6 of 10 from the field, including 2 of 6 from 3. Guys, 2 of 6. And he gets 14 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals. Pretty pretty solid night from Gary. Started off a little rough. We had a couple a couple <laughs> groans. But, um, you know, when he makes the 3-point shot, man, it just feels like it tilts everything. When he's decisive. When he's decisive. If, like, cutting, finish the cut. Yeah. Shooting, shoot. But when he puts it on the floor, dribbles, steps back, Second guesses himself three times. Yeah, it's yeah, an adventure, yeah. but be decisive. Kale, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, just like Kale just fell down, fell the, down stairs. the stairs. <laughs> oh, Kale's getting his winter oh, shot. Winter shot. Winter oh, shot. Did, died for it. Did you yeah. make the shots? <laughs> <laughs> no one's at the bar. Oh, God, what are we doing? Ro- are we doing ro- uh, Rakia? Rakia, yeah, Rakia. Oh Please. wow, wow. What is going to be rough? Is that our winners' lounge break? I guess so. Choice is not the question. Like, did they lose? <laughs> Isaiah, Isaiah Hartenstein tonight, guys. Isaiah Hartenstein, five fouls. That's the stat, or four fouls, I guess. I thought he had five. Yeah, earlier in the night, Adam declared himself an Isaiah Hartenstein Stan. I did say Hartenstein Stan. But he does have one sort of Achilles heel to Yo, me. That's a big glass of Rocky. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wow, Kale, give me a mini one. Wow. I'll take. I'll take Eric's. We, didn't we sip last time? Yeah, we, we did sip. Although we were then told that we were, we're not, we get a lot of really like uh, conflicting information when it comes to Rakia. I've been told not supposed to sip. <laughs> you can do whatever. I, I'm guessing the older generation sips it because they're always just tougher and crazier. The younger <laughs> one like shoots it a little bit more. Who is it? Oh, it was Miroslav that told you if you have Rakia and beer together, it's called a cement. It's basically the Serbian translation is a cement mixer or something like that. Yo, because no, it's turned mix- your brain to cement. Uh, oh, huh? A you don't know mix- Serbian shot. Uh, but a cement mixture is supposed to be when when it has milk in it and, it, and you have to drink it so quickly because yeah, because it'll, it'll curdle. Yeah, this one it's because it turns your brain to cement. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was alcohol corner. Yeah, alcohol um, corner. So Hartenstein tonight he gets only ten minutes in part because of the foul trouble. He gets five points, four rebounds. He does get those four fouls. Um, I. I I think that Hartenstein playing more will be a good thing for Denver, but he really does. And I'm not trying to just belabor this point. When guys are in the league for a couple of years and they have all these like great um, characteristics, like he can finish at the rim. He sets these, his easily the best screener on the team he might be as better than Plumlee as a screener. Honestly, he's that good of a screener. Um, you know, he can slide his feet. He can do a bunch of different things. I think he has one major flaw, and that is that he's kind of out of control with his fouls. Like some of Dude, the fouls he's running into people. Some of the fouls he has this season are very Mason Plumlee. Yeah, remember yeah. when Vlatko just? Lo- I don't remember in the first game where he just leveled a guy or whatever. He's it, a smash brother. He is a smash <laughs> brother. He just yeah. He just wants to go out there and just abuse guys. <laughs> bumper cars time. out there. He's just knocking people over, and then he looks like I don't know what's Yo, going on. I'm just I, playing. Don't forget <laughs> that this was the revenge game for Hardenstein. This was the revenge game. He actually didn't play that bad, but I agree with you, Adam. Like, he's, No, he plays great when he's on the court. But it's very Plumlee-esque how quickly he picks up fouls. How quickly he does, yeah. And Which is not thing. great as someone who's there to eat up backup. It's so aggressive. Like There was there was the time that uh, Jamal Murray's at the free throw line like with .3 <laughs> seconds left in the, oh, man, in the yeah. half. <laughs> this guy's going violation. all out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's going to knock this guy out the way. I'm grabbing no rebound. Yeah. Like we have our best free throw shooter at the ninety percent free throw shooter point three seconds I'm left and he's like a violation. Uh, but I like Hartenstein. I just want him. I want him to be on the court, and uh, you know I'm not so sure. Uh, PJ Dozier had a phenomenal first stint. His numbers don't pop. Three points, five rebounds. He was a plus twenty four in twenty minutes. Um, so he was part of the unit that really crushed it tonight. Any Dozier comment? He looked kind of sloppy, honestly. Like he had some like pretty comical little moments on the court. Too aggressive. Yeah, like remember he like uh, he went up for a slam and uh, he lost the ball at the apex and just like threw it into the backboard. Yeah. He had some like just dribbled it right out of bounds moments. Dozier's still 10, 15% away from the player. I think we'd all like to talk about him as. Yeah. Um, he, he's, he's, he's close, but he's not that guy just yet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then I see Monte Morrison here with that plus 24 
Uh, or actually, he was a plus 14. He does get 12 points, four rebounds, five assists. That's a Monte Morris stat line right there. 24 minutes, 12 points, five assists, four rebounds. Did we decide if we are going to call him Mono or not? We, we did decide it, and it was no. <laughs> it's a hard bet. But he is. He is. Horrible. I don't, yeah. don't want to call him that. Yeah, nobody does. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to do what? He has so many nicknames, and that's one that will not be joining it. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, well, but, but back to what we're saying, and that's, a, that's the perfect Monte Morris game. Like, uh Monmo game. Yeah, I'm never saying yeah, don't that. Do that. Yeah, <laughs> but like, like he has five assists and he has no turnovers. Like that's that's him as your backup point guard. And yeah. he, I mean, he runs the, it's the unit. Monte line. Yeah. The the second the second group has not been that well, and and he ran it to perfection tonight. So that's that's a great game for and him. Yeah. You know, it's been an adjustment year for Monte. Like a little more off ball than he's used to. And there's four guards out there, so this is a guy I think he's used to making things happen, even alongside Murray. Now he's playing off ball a little bit more, so there's been some adjustment. I thought he looked much more comfortable tonight. The Nuggets get to 2-2. Two and two. Of course, they got Sacramento tomorrow, so we're going to be right back here, hopefully in a winner's lounge tomorrow night. Oh Sacramento, revenge game, Denver, a chance to bounce back. If they do get to 2-2, two and two, you know, this was a game that I think everybody needed just as a release oh, valve. It's a 72-game season. <laughs> it's so long, but if you start 0-3, it's like, especially if you lose to this Houston, the shorthanded Houston team. But if they can get to 2-2, two and two, I do feel like there's a little bit of a mental reset, right? Of Absolutely. like, all right, you're back to zero zero basically. You would have liked to have been three and one. Realistically, four and zero would have been really tough. So if they can get to two and two, it's like, all right, I feel like there's a bit of Dude, a reset. They, they should they should have won that first game. They should have, yeah. The second game was Christmas, so of course they were going to ruin everybody's night. <laughs> <laughs> no chance. It wasn't Orthodox Christmas. It was, it was just regular Christmas. Like, and... They knew, like, that's just the written in stone at that point. Yeah, they won this game handedly. Um, they're going to beat the Kings. I mean, they should be 2-1. and one. They're going to beat the Kings tomorrow. They should be 3-1. and one. I'm yeah. counting. I don't even care what the record says. I'm, I'm writing that down. As you're, as you're I see in the comments. Let's get, let's get to break here, our final break. Harrison texting me right now he's five minutes out so we're oh. gonna have a nice wind gust wind chime. With us. i love it when harrison joins the show and we get all of his takes and we get to hear what everybody had to say i can't I wait for him, it dude. um i actually i prefer hearing harrison tell me what the player said than having to watch Same. the whole scrub Same. it's like annotate it for me and give me the annotation yeah, it's, like, it's like much more succinct it's more succinct the, the thoughts also are much the one more that's together. asking the good questions that's, that's true, true yeah so it makes yeah. sense for him to tell you what someone <laughs> told him yeah <laughs> He's like the Spark Notes version. You remember in high school, you'd have to read all the books, or oh. you could just read Spark Notes. Man, I, I would yeah. do a wind Cliff chime notes, every yeah. single book. Easily. Yeah, every single book. Yeah, we need wind chime just to tell us, like, <laughs> hey, man, uh, can, uh, can, uh, can you tell us what it's about? Like, just real what do you quick. do for a living? I retweet Harrison Wind. All right. Um, <laughs> hey, are you trying to figure out how to get a new toothbrush, which toothbrush to get? Don't do the $2 one again. Those things suck. Uh, right now, you can schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. You'll get a free Sonicare toothbrush from our friends at Green Mountain Dental. Uh, hey, sometimes it's annoying when the dentist talks to you, except these dentists are den uh, they're local. They're Colorado-ins. How do you guys say that? Coloradans? Coloradans. Coloradans? Coloradans. And they're, they're big Denver sports fans, so it's a good time. Um, and look... It's like I a don't like sixty dollar like value on a Sonicare toothbrush. You can get it for free. Yeah. All you got to do is get that cleaning, X-ray, and exam at Green Mountain Dental. So sign up today, receive that free Sonicare toothbrush. Also, got to talk about Strava Craft Coffee. It'll have you honking like a <laughs> goose. If you are in the area, stop. <laughs> oh, I can't read that part because you can't stop by the DNVR bar. But you can subscribe now and save twenty percent with a Strava Craft Coffee subscription. We know a lot of you have already taken advantage of the one-time code where you save 20% off that order, but now you can get it off every single shipment using their subscription service. You can choose to get it every two, four, six, eight weeks. If you've never tried the rich CBD-infused Strava Craft Coffee, you can use, you can use code DNVR20, save 20% off your order. What is CBD-infused coffee? Well, it's non-psychoactive, so you don't get high, but you will feel that edge taken off in the morning, a little less anxiety. IBS is a little better, am I right, Eric? Alleviates that joint pain. Uh, so check out Strava Craft Coffee now. I have now. no idea. Get yourself honking like a goose. All right. Um, before Harrison does, we are gonna. We do need to take our shots, guys. Yeah, because like it's we a are Serbian tradition. We're contractually obligated. We're contractually ob obligated here. Um, Come on, Dev. And Dev, ha Dev has a toast he'd like to give here. He said traditional um, Serbian. Uh, so he, he did say he wanted the mic for. Yeah, you got to do it in Serbian as well. I don't know if we told you that. What is it you wanted to say? Uh, what I was saying uh, before, because uh, we talked about it on the show. Sure, right? sure, uh, sure. It's even better. <laughs> well, what we talked about before the show, as I said, this was going to be a Nuggets win. And not only would it be a Nuggets win, sure. it would be a Nikola Jokic Nuggets Ooh. win. Two better days. 
to better, better days. days. To the big Hey, yo. man, look, I threw oh, him a God. real tough Something one there, and he just you. knocked it out of the park. What do I say oh, now? God. Do I it's scream so something? Respect. It's so smooth. Jesus. I'm going to wash it down with uh-huh. this beer. So delicious. We're going to end the show tonight with a little hot box and hot tea. Is Harrison, really has, it with me Harrison hasn't come in yet, has he? No, not. We haven't got Zivelli. the best we oh. So we're going to end it with a little bit of uh, Eric. You have your. We have our, our things here. Cold takes or hot takes. We can go around the room. All right, I got a take. Nikola Jokic is going to break his triple double record by the end of February. If right now it's thirteen, I believe is the most he's had in a single season. Thirteen. For record, guys, it's the end of December right now. Yeah, so we have one month. He's got like he's got like. 15 games, I don't know, 20 games for him to break that record means he's going to get probably as many triple doubles as he will not triple doubles. I, I'm feeling it. What are we thinking? Is that spicy? End of February. All right. It so is a little spicy. It's spicy because of the time frame you gave him. I really mean, that's, I would say that's nearly impossible, except are we sure that he's not going to average a triple double between then and now? No, he, well, not. first of all, I, between then and now, he, here's the thing. He is going to be averaging a triple double because he has three. The assists are the hard part. He gets the double digit rebounds more often than not. But the assists are the hard part, and he's got three in a row above 10. Like his assists, he could have six assists for like four or five games and still be it. So I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, dude, this man is going to average a triple double the whole season. Look at this. Look at this cold take. Just like the snow outside, <laughs> softly falling after a, a statement like that. Yes, it's, it's, that will happen. I mean, Jokic is going to average a triple double for the season. Yes, so he's going to break his. In that he's going to average a triple double, he will break his triple double record by the end of February. Your take is quite cold, sir. Wow, he has been in triple double watch by the third quarter. In Every three, game, three straight games. I'm so pissed that he didn't have one last game because he had God the rebounds. It, he, was, he had like 20 minutes oh. to get one rebound. He didn't do it because if you open, I didn't. They put this stat up on the altitude broadcast the other day that he would have been the first player since Magic Johnson to start the season with back to back triple doubles. And I'm thinking like that would have been dope, and then he would have had three, and who knows? So, but I, I do like. I know it sounds crazy, but. I, averaging a triple double this season is not out of the question for him. It, it's really early, but we're seeing how easy the game's coming to him right now. Can I give you a hot take really quickly? Please do. My stomach, <laughs> pretty hot right now with the, some reiki going. Oh through. yeah, that rocky really. <laughs> and they say it warms you up. And I didn't need to be warmed, but I was definitely. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm in danger I'm of so overheating. So warm. <laughs> so warm. Dev is very warm. The hottest take. <laughs> <laughs> Dev, you got us a take for us? Do you want to? Do you want to see how hot or cold it is? Uh, hot take. Not only will Nikola Jokic be, um, in the runnings for MVP, I think he's going to be a top two for the whole year. There's top two? No, like no guessing it. It'll be a top two. Yeah. Who's his competition? Anthony Davis. I'll say Luca, Luca, or, or Greek Freak. All right, we'll the usual the, suspects the there. They, those guys also could put up triple double esque numbers. That's the thing about it, you know. Like Luca could also have a triple double average or this or that. But man, I don't know. Like Yoke, honestly, eighteen, twelve, and ten feels like his like an appropriate average. It doesn't. It's not that far out of the. I mean, if guys point. are hitting shots, like eighteen, it's not. It's just not that much. I'm going to say cold take because I do think there's some cannibalizing right now of, of the MVP. I feel like there's a bunch of guys like LeBron and AD. They're going to be missing games, alternating. Kevin Durant could be, but I don't know if he's going to play enough games. He's going to. We've been watching them, so I just don't know, man. Like I think if Jokic, if the Nuggets are a top four seed and Jokic is averaging a triple double, the Westbrook rule, you have to look at it and be like, are we really going to overvalue this? Yeah. I, to me, I don't think like Luca. To or me, is sort of this? the easy guy. Other than that, I, you could envision fatigue for every other name, right? That's an obvious candidate, and then the Nuggets. Could I mean they're one and two right now, obviously, but they could win way more games than Dallas. So it's on the table. His passes tonight too, man. Like (laughs) he gets to eighteen assists, but if you go back and watch all of them, how many of them were like A plus assists? You know, sometimes you get the handoff guy hits a three or whatever. How many of them tonight were like yeah, yeah, not that many guys could make that one fully in his bag. I I would say like ten of those were like. Less than half the league can make that pass, just like, and then like five of them were like, okay, six guys can make. Trying to remember pass. that, like I'm not thinking back on the game. I'm thinking back on us jumping up. Yeah. Going, oh! When I think of heat check moments, I think of like Curry step yeah. threes or four in a just, row or something like that. Jokic has like he has them in yes. a row for 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 passes. So true. It, it's like it's so amazing. It's like okay, like. This a this is a heat chuck pass. I'm just gonna throw yeah. it, and, and, and hopefully somebody's there, and then somebody's there. 
Oh. Did you open the window? It feels kind of cold. Is it, is it, is it, no, it, I mean, did you open the door or a window so or something? Is, is that because why? it's so hot? I do here? feel a stiff breeze. Or is that because there's a Harrison wind? Oh, oh my goodness. There you go. New mask. The man with the wind above his mask. Harrison it's looking wind. good. How do you, can can we, we hear him, actually? Oh, there it is. Yeah, look at that. Kale's on top of it. You guys hear me? I feel like my video looks a little choppy. We can hear you, brother. It's a little choppy, but we can hear you. Um, Harrison, congrats on your first viewing win at Ball Arena. You did I know it. it feels great. Yeah, the uh, the crowd went wild. The crowd absolutely <laughs> loved it. They're, they're, they're still cheering right now, actually. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> so, honestly, I mean, from being at the arena, before we get to the coaches and what they had to say, you know, this was a bit of a must win for the Nuggets. Um in a ridiculous way. As yes. much as a third game of a season can be a must win, it felt like a must win. Did you notice any added intensity or focus from the team from what you saw tonight? Um, It's tough to say, man. It, it's so tough to say. Like, just watching warm-ups, it was the same thing. You, you guys know this from going to games. Nicole Jokic's warm-up is unlike any other player's warm-up in the entire league. And Usually, I personally just read way too much into guys' warm-ups. Like, oh, Jamal Murray's sinking everything in warm-ups. He's going to have a good game. That stuff never translates. But, like, <laughs> Jokic's warm-up is the most random collection of shots, one-footed shots, two-footed shots, fadeaways, right-handed, left-hand. And he gets on the court for warm-ups when everybody gets out there. The Rockets are already out there. He gets out. He steps one foot on the court. And just absolutely sprints to like the opposite sideline. That's the only thing I saw that told me that maybe uh, Denver was going to start out with a little more intensity. That's it. That's the. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, and it wasn't a very good Rockets team. It was easy to kind of build some momentum tonight. It felt like for the Nuggets, every time they kind of let go, they, all right, let's focus for a few minutes, and we're up fifteen again. But. Um, Take us inside the uh, – well, I guess you can't take us inside the locker room. Take us inside the Zoom. <laughs> yeah, so, I, like, it was funny. Michael Malone, before the game, um, he was reflecting on one season when he was with the Cavs. And I think it was when the Cavs um, – they had lost to Dwight Howard – in the Magic in the Eastern Conference Finals, or it might have been the second round. But uh, then they had, like, super high expectations coming into the next season. Then they started 0-2. And Malone was like, yeah, the sky was falling. Like, what are we going to do? Like, kind of making it, like, maybe the 0-2 start is being a bigger deal than it actually is, or made being into, uh, like, a bigger deal than it actually is. And it probably was. But, I mean, like, there was some concerning stuff for sure. So I feel like Nikola Jokic came out tonight and was like, all right, we're just not going to lose this game. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to necessarily shoot us to a win. Like the guy didn't even shoot a field goal in the second half, which is just like absurd. He didn't even shoot a shot in the second half on the field. Um, but I think he came out and said, yeah, we're just not losing tonight. Uh, we're going to win. Like I'm going to dominate my, my matchup. These guys can't stop me. They're undersized. They're undermanned. And, and I feel like Michael Malone felt that same way too. So um, Nuggets are just – they're lucky that they've got this uh, this beautiful Serbian center. <laughs> in we were they're raving about him all game, uh, Harrison, and just about the level he's on. But, I mean, was there any conversation after the game? from Michael Malone, just about the level of play Jokic is at tonight. And even from your perspective, I mean, we're watching it in each other's company. I know that you're more or less alone at Pepsi Center right now, but we're watching it and just hyping it up because we're like, my God, what did it feel the same being there and in that environment that this was special? So it, felt, yeah, it felt like a special game to me. It, it definitely felt like a special game to me. I sat next to uh, somebody on press row or a couple seats down who's he said it was one of the best games or best performances he's seen at Windchime. Pepsi Thunder slash Ball Arena. I don't know if that guy wants me to reveal his name, um, but he was blown away. We were a lot of us were, were blown away Michael on uh, who were here. Like this was a special, special performance. I think. Um, like Vote was saying, I think before I get on, he, he just dominated this game. Um, 
you know, with his passing, like he was making heat check passes out there. But it's funny because I don't think like Michael Malone or, you know, the guys in that locker room, I, I don't know if they recognized or it clicked for them that it might have been one of those special, special nights right away. Mm. It, it was clear to me, obviously clear to Ooh. you guys. I don't know if like right in the moment it, it's clear to them how special of a night it was because, you know, they were asked about him. Um, Jokic was asked about his own night and, you know, they like Jamal Murray, Paul Millsap, like they pretty much said, you know, this is just like what we expect from him. But, but I mean, in my opinion, it was a special, special night. Yeah. So what about what did Jokic have to say about the game and just what, what were his comments afterwards? Yeah, he just said that one of the reasons why he felt he passed the ball so well tonight was he said he felt like Denver was just in a really good overall offensive flow. Mm. And uh, obviously that was easier to do against this Rockets team and, and who they had available tonight than uh, a typical opponent. But uh, the Nuggets weren't a good offensive rhythm for most of this night. And Jokic kind of felt like that helped breed him being in a good rhythm uh, with his passes. He said uh, they were switching, uh, they were double teaming and helping. Like they were throwing a lot of different coverages out there. And he just tried to find the open guy. He said, quote, it was easy for me. And yeah, I thought Paul Millsap had an interesting quote as well because part of it is, of course, Nicola be, being just this absolute marksman with his passes, having this unbelievable vision. You know, the other side of it is the Nuggets players have to make themselves available to him. You know, they've got to make the right cut. They've got to, you know, give him a target to pass the ball. It's obviously an easier job than the job Jokic is doing, but I felt like Denver, his teammates made themselves available to him tonight. I thought that was the other aspect of it. He does harp on that a lot. I mean, Jokic is always talking about, and I and I actually, I this is a perspective with that I, I really understand with him, and this is why I always see it. But he does feel like he can do this when everybody does the right thing. Like he can always read the court when guys do the right thing. But guys don't always do it, and it makes what he does a little bit harder. He's still really good with it. So I, I, it's interesting that he had ex that exact point because that, that's such a Jokic, Jokic perspective on this game. Was there anything else yeah. out of Yoke tonight? Um, I don't think there was, uh, there was much out of Yoke tonight. Um, a couple other interesting notes I thought, though. Michael Malone said this morning he challenged Michael Porter Jr. to get 10 rebounds. I did, too. Uh, <laughs> on DraftKings, I challenged him. <laughs> challenge you, challenge you with the unit. Well, well, I'm sure you know he got nine. I do nine. know that he got nine. <laughs> we noticed but, that. Uh, Acutely aware. Malone gave him a shout-out after the game because, obviously, um, rebounding a huge point of emphasis for these guys. And um, the Rockets only got five offensive rebounds. And – you know, Malone said, let me see if I can find the quote here. Desire, urgency, want, that's what rebounding is. It's not technique. It's going to get the ball. Michael Malone on rebounding. Hmm. Well, good for MPJ to grab those. I hope that it becomes a fixture because I really do feel like that's one way for him to make the big impact. Who else spoke tonight? I, th I think I saw Paul. Yeah, we got Paul and um, – Paul had a couple good quotes on Nicola. Just said, um, "It's obviously unbelievable what he, what he does out there. Uh, just the things he can do, the spots he can put the ball. It's it's just unbelievable." So, I was thinking about this too, guys. Paul Millsap was a free agent this offseason, obviously. Like on one hand, he's thinking like maybe I could go to Boston for same amount of money, a few million more, or I can just play with Nikola Jokic for another year. <laughs> that, I feel like that's probably not the toughest decision. You think that was really factored into it for him? I've got to think so, man. A guy like Paul Millsap, at the stage he's at in his career, the types of shots he can get in a Nuggets offense, I don't think he can get the same quality of shots anywhere else. I mean, yeah. that's just me. But there's no way he can get the quality of looks that he does in Denver on another team in the league. Who do you have more confidence in right now? Who do you have the most confidence in right now taking an open three on the Nuggets roster oh. in a game? Uh, Michael Porter Jr. Who's He's number, number one. Who's number two? 
Um, hmm, number two. There's a right answer. <laughs> You're already over the one. one. <laughs> the, right, the right answer is Paul Millsap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he goes three of four tonight. It's, just every, one, two, three. it's part of this is because he only shoots him when he's wide open. So that's the only sample size we have. But he just he's automatic. It feels like three of four tonight is pretty, pretty freaking good. Uh, is there anybody else that talked yeah, or any other notes you have from the post game? Another note I have is Malone went out of his way to laud the impact of Gary Harris tonight, mm. offensively and defensively. And I know like James Harden went off, but Malone seemed pretty pleased with just the defensive effort uh, that Gary Harris gave. So Gary was Gary was two of six tonight from three, and That's I good. know for a fact his yeah, <laughs> I know for a fact his two makes are, were from the corner, and. Mm. I feel like this is a little-known fact, but Gary Harris has actually been really, really good from the corners the last couple of years. He's just been terrible from everywhere else beyond the three-pointer. <laughs> like he has been a forty to forty-five, forty-six percent shooter from the corners these last couple of years. Even though his overall three-point percentage has not been good, um, he's just been that bad from everywhere else beyond the arc. Yeah. Well, it was it was an encouraging game. I, I feel, even though it was a really bad Rockets team, I don't know if I have to keep saying it, but it was a really good. It yeah. was it was just. I'm a good, laughing because you're hiccuping slash uh, burping. My hiccups. Some, some it Rocky. We're the rockiest stage of the winners. We had a, we, we did have a winner shot, although it felt like a loser shot to be honest. With you. We're still getting used to the. It was to the so Rocky. you missed it, Harrison. It was so good. No sipping today. No, no straight shooting. Baby. Harrison, can you give us before you get out of here? Can you give us one? We're doing hot box and hot takes to close out the show. Can you give us a hot box and hot take? We're going to rate how if it was hot or cold take. Um, hmm. Pragmatic win take. I mean, it's going to be, yeah, it's be so it. practical. Is this the best Jokic has ever looked in the regular season? It's Can we get a cold? Is there something colder than ice here? It's a snowstorm out there. What's it's a colder than cold? Ice cold. Harrison's live from an igloo. Wind is so good at analysis, he can't give a hot take. Uh, all right, Harrison, thank you so much, man. Uh, it's good seeing you. Can't wait to read your piece up on the DNVR tomorrow. All right, I'll see you guys tomorrow. I'll be in the lounge tomorrow. Can't Thanks wait. For, Thanks for doing me. all the work. Peace. <laughs> All right, that's our own Harrison Wynn, of course, cooking up something special for you guys. Uh, with, to cooking be... with ice. Cooking with ice tonight. <laughs> Zero Kelvin. Zero Kelvin is accurate. <laughs> There's a lot of Kelvin ahead that he could have got there. Our commenters are the best. What did he say? Is this the best Jokic has looked at? That, that wind is cutting. I think so. I think it is. Someone just said, that wind is cutting to the bone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it, man. I love it. Uh, well, right. The latest Woj bomb was uh, John Morant is not injured. So. <laughs> You're and right. The, and the latest wind chime was this is the best Nicole Young <laughs> to start a season. <laughs> there, he's on the right track. <laughs> They're on the right track. Uh, all right, vote. We need a spicy take from you. Uh, Jokic will eclipse 20 assists in a game this season. Oh, that is a spicy one. Tonight felt like he had a million assists. He had time to think of that one. He's got to be better than tonight. I think that's a hot... Yeah, twenty was there if, I, if he had if, if his teammates helped him. Here's out. the thing, though, they were also up by a lot, and if he has two more assists, that's probably five more points because one of those would be a three. I don't know, Ooh. man. I'm gonna say just to be a dissenter, I'm gonna say hot. It I is like hot, man. That's really hot. hot. No, it's really hot. hot. Yeah. yeah, people aren't that's doing the goal, that. Twenty right? assists, okay. people aren't doing that. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't, it doesn't happen, happen that often. It's man. impossible. I, I from I'll, the center position, no, no chance. In this economy. Yeah, that's wild, man. That's wild. All right, Eric, we saved the spice, the spiciest take for the spiciest oh, person here. What is my Can, hot take that I'm going to uh, hot box? Remember, you have to kind of believe it. This can't be just like uh, Jokic will score 100 points. Yeah, like... Eric kind of believes everything that comes out of his mouth. <laughs> I know. You know what's funny is my takes are really not that hot. I just deliver them with such panache. <laughs> Wouldn't you say? All right, whatever. That's a hot take. <laughs> That's a hot take. That's a hot take, guys. You don't um, get to call your own stuff Panache. I believe. I believe that uh, what we saw foretold in the preseason that we see Jokic, we see Steph Murray, and MP Clay come together like the like the Warriors. We see this team turn into 
what we thought they were going to be, which is just an offensive juggernaut. We saw a little taste of it tonight. We've seen no piece of it in any part of the free, the season leading up to it. But I, I taking on a team with nine players, I just saw offensive greatness, and I see more of it to come. <laughs> I would call that an incoherent take. What is the take? What is the take? The Nuggets will be good. They're going to be good, dude. They're going to be good. It's a cold take. What could That's be cold? cold take. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for uh, hanging out in the Winner's Lounge with Yo, us late night. See again tomorrow. The Rocky had no joke, by the way. Just in case any kids are out there, sip it slow. The, I never want the winners' lounges to end. You know, I know, I know. man. Let's just then, do one again tomorrow. As soon as the winners' lounge is over, it's like, oh yeah, now I've uh, now I've got to go back to life. Yeah, I know. This is the best part. <laughs> well, of the we day. get a back to back. We do get we a back to back. We don't have to wait long. Twenty four hours see from now, you guys, tomorrow, right back here. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, guys. Make a comment or something. I don't know. Thank we'll you. See for you all, all you tomorrow. Do. You guys are the best. Oh damn it! That's why you don't. Right now is the time to apply and register for classes at MSU Denver Online. Spring semester, it starts January 19th. That's just three weeks away. Don't miss out. Time and time again, the one thing that protects you against economic downturn is an education allowing you to adapt into varying careers. Go and build your toolbox at MSU uh, Denver. Um, Why not have it both ways in uncertain times? Make money and work while you are earning your degree. MSU students can tell you all about it. They work double the hours while taking classes at any other school in Colorado. MSU Denver Online puts a dynamic education at your fingertips without forcing you to decide between earning a degree and living your life. MSU Denver is the Colorado institution providing rigorous and affordable online programs taught by professors who bring the real world right into the classroom. So check them out, MSU Denver Online. And uh, MSU Denver graduates use their relevant degrees to land coveted jobs. And uh, there's a lot of flexibility in there. So whether you're looking to go and just better yourself, learn about a subject you want to learn more about, or if you're looking to change careers and you need to get the uh, needed requirements or just become more educated in a certain field, MSU Denver has you covered.